It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And also we have Murray, who's wearing a shirt that's got a tie on it, but he's not wearing a tie, and I'm very confused. That's what right, we're... guy. Because I'm blue shirt guy. Blue shirt guy. What's blue shirt guy? Blue shirt guy. Thank oh, you, Jim Evans. You're welcome. Blue shirt guy. I don't know what that means. So, so with the introductions out of the way. I'm Ryan Reynolds. Who's guy. Ryan Reynolds? He was Guy from the movie. Oh, that free guy movie. Yeah. That's Murray. I've been trying to forget that movie ever He's since I saw it. Well, that's your problem. You'll never it's forget it now. He's got right. the shirt. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Well, so with the introductions out of the way, well, let's rage on. What I meant to say is, let's rage on. That's better. Thanks to all who have been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership <clears throat> at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And we'll watch it if it played anywhere in the world in a cinema and is not a movie made for children. Now, it can be childish, but not made specifically for children to enjoy. Now, let's get to Raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. There's always a Liam Neeson movie playing. Ugh, He's got a new one coming out. Fuck me now. Another action movie. Yeah. He's got a terrible one out on Amazon right now, too. So that's your point. I don't. I don't like Liam Neeson. You made it clear. He doesn't. I don't like Ben Affleck. He doesn't have a curve. So what do you think of that? Exactly. Ben Affleck had a curve. Everything would be a rage because he's so awesome. Swimming your way. Okay. Mm. <laughs> we saw two movies. Predicts. It's true. Both involving the same. It's all about the pussy. Thank you. I wasn't gonna say it. Yeah, it is. Uh, the first one. Yes. Was a medical drama. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this it, it had some was, medical drama I, in it. I don't know if it was real or if this was all made up or there are actually women who suffer from this. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a thing. Real. The director it, and writer I have honestly did. never heard of it. Mm. But I will say Emily Hampshire is in it. There you go. And as far as I can tell, I love Emily Hampshire, but really? she only makes movies about sex. Every nice? movie I've seen her in has something to do with sex, whether it's couples or there was one with an orgy. I like it's, orgies. It's like every movie, uh, one was My Awkward Sexual Adventure. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like those are the movies she excels at. So I knew it probably would have been good. Okay. But oh, just, I don't know, okay. the subject matter, I think, would have been a little weird for me. Yeah, Having but what do you think that, we, what do you think we think thought of it? 
Yes. It was so weird and it looked so funny. I think you guys mondo the hell out of it. Okay. Mondo, mondo. Double mondo. Huh. The next one I think I may be a little closer on because I'm not sure about that one. But You're sure about this one? I think I might be. Okay. Argyle. Argyle. Yeah, which I have been excitingly waiting for. You do know that Matthew Vaughn is one of my favorite. I realize movies. Matthew Vaughn is your favorite, but I was sitting in the theater with you when we saw it. Oh. And I heard some of your comments. Oh. So, based on the fact that it's an action movie, that it stars Bryce Dallas Howard, who apparently you have a problem with, but I don't. What? I do? Um, is that a spoiler? And there's a cat in it. Uh, it's I, a pussy. I think Jim... May not have been able to give it a Mondo based on the lead actress. Mm. Uh, even though it had Sam Rockwell in it. It did? Uh, I think he meant that one. Okie dokie. Bryce, on the other hand, absolutely hates this kind of movie. Oh. He doesn't like Matthew Vaughn. He's made that clear. Very clear. Have I made that clear? Yes, Super you clear. have. Like every so movie. I think, even though John Cena was in this, yeah. mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think he probably raged about it. Matthew okay. Vaughn is the biggest hack in the history of cinema. This guy needs to stop making movies. I, uh, I have more to talk about that shortly. There you go. But not what you just said. So I may or may not be right about those ones. That's too. right. Yeah. But you know what? But I maybe I liked it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You liked Bullet Train, which was still a shocker to me. Bullet Train was excellent. Yeah, and this is a similar kind this of This is nothing like... Are you yeah. freaking kidding me? But you know what? We're not talking nothing about that like pussy. That. We're talking about a different pussy one. today. So you go. We're talking about fitting in. Oh, is it me? Yeah. And this has a no. bit of a double entendre with the word fitting in. It does. Right? Yeah. Am I, I right suppose. or am I right? Based on the trailer, I would say yes. Yeah. It was something called something. It was uh, what was it called originally when it was touring the festivals? I don't know. Something other than fitting in. Yeah, it was called um My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like yeah, it's better than yours. It can teach you, but I have to try is that it? No. Why can't I remember? I don't know. Is it really that important? It's the, important. The biggest it's not question important. is: This is what it's called now. No, now I need to. Now I need to find. If they, out. If they want to go see it, it, that's what it's called now. It doesn't okay, matter so what it's called. Yeah, they can't see it at back in. They it can't see it matter. at because it's gone. I think it was a better title though. They should have went with that. Whatever. Okay, let's see what it was. Okay, everyone, let's just wait for Bryce to yeah, let's just satisfy. Wait. His Taking another three hours to do the podcast. Yeah, again. and it, he if you've ever seen him type into a computer. It takes Originally, three hours. what it toured at the festivals as was bloody hell. That's just gross. That doesn't really fit the movie. No, it doesn't. It's actually not even the, the, anything about the movie. So that makes sense that they changed it. But I, you know what? It would have driven me to see it. I would have been more excited. You exactly. You would have thought there would be blood. And hell. And hell. But there's kind of hell. And maybe demons. From her perspective, maybe. Then there was anyway. there was a, an extreme lack of blood because, you know. Yeah. Anyway, time to waste to get on with <laughs> Speaking it. of that, maybe you should tell us a little about what this movie's about, other than about the pussy. Uh-huh. So fitting in, coming of age story, eh, unlike anything I've seen before, definitely. Um, this was educational, <laughs> more than entertaining. It dragged a little through through the middle. The whole film was basically... The whole film was basically saved for me with the last scene that took place in the doctor's office. Of course, that's where the film should have ended, and then it just went on and on for another like 10 minutes. Seven hours. So I had to suffer through unnecessary tying up of loose ends that I didn't need tied up. Um, Not a terrible film. I learned a lot about MRKH syndrome, which I had no idea about. So as I say, from an educational standpoint, I was, it was kind of an interesting film to watch. Yep. Um, from an acting standpoint, the lead was very good. What's her name? I don't know. Maddie Ziegler. Yeah, she was great. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Emily Hampshire. Apparently someone else at this. I am. She's yeah, awesome. She was okay. Well, she's, she's in like every... Character. You say she's just in sex film. I think she's just in every Canadian. Like she's Captain well, Canada. Well, she's very Canadian too as well. Yes. Well, he that. actually leaned over and said, where do we see I'm Like she's like Captain Canada. She's like in every independent <laughs> Canadian film. She's literally been in like every... Like, like every year she's had a film at Civ. Like almost every year in the I last don't mind like, her. I, I like her. I think she's funny. And I like her. So I'll probably remember what I learned about our MRKH syndrome like... 
forever, but I probably won't remember what movie I learned it in because fitting in was just meh. It was just a whole lot of meh. Started out okay, finished okay, so much meh in the middle and all that tying up of just stupid stuff at the end. She should have had that, that scene with the doctor at the end of the movie. As soon as that was it, they show a close up of her face. I'm like, okay, please roll the freaking credits. I knew they weren't going to, but mm-hmm. I'm like, please roll the credits. And they didn't, which just, it never was going to be a Mondo. It was going to be a meh regardless, but it would have been a mo- more enthusiastic. It would have been a more enthusiastic, enthusiastic meh, meh. All right. had they ended it when they should have. All right. Well, as Bryce has kind of already alluded, this is a unique coming of age film in that it talks openly about the body in ways that other films may shy away from. The story is basically a young 16 year old who finds out she does not have a uterus or most of her vagina on the inside. From there, we get a lot of challenges Mm. that most young women may have also to overcome. But on top of that, she has this whole biological issue, issue. She now is carrying around with her and it interferes with every relationship she has, including her mom, her best friend, her boyfriend at the time. This film started out as a very powerful take on teen coming of age genre. It had some great humor that fit really well into this heavy tromedy type film is what the director's direct quote for what this film genre is, is a tromedy. Mm-hmm. Um, the film shows great characters and relationships, especially between the mom and the daughter. But after about one third into the film, it started into a slump of it being less comical and heartwarming and felt more clinical to Bryce's point. That's and the only to- part I liked was the clinical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, it got boring and a bit draggy. I was... That I agree with. It was a refreshing look at this type of film. And lead, as we talked about, Maddie Ziegler did yeah, a, really did a fantastic job. She I really, really liked good. her. Yep. You know, the problem that she has, Marie, is she has to stretch out her vagina like a muscle. Yeah. I so, so as a person with a very small penis, I would have loved to have dated a girl like that when I first started dating. But unfortunately, I didn't. Yeah, so. With you, it was like thrown off throwing a hot dog down a hallway yeah or a hot dog down in a warm bucket of water you know the whole analogy it's exactly it yeah i didn't find myself a nice girl with what is it called mk mrkh mrkh syndrome yes yeah it was mad it was murka it was mad you know what this movie it's it just got so draggy and and kind of boring right am i right or am i right you are right and, no question. And you know what? It was interesting. Honestly, to know it, that- it was it was going down a road, and I was like, uh, uh, uh. And then they, I, honestly, I really enjoyed that last. That li- I mentioned it, the last scene in the doctor's office, and I was like, wow. But you that know wasn't what? If the they, last scene. It, I know. If they could just end it here, I mean, this this would end it on such a wonderful, poignant scene. It was so cool. Like the message that was being given in that scene, like everything was just perfect. And then it just kept on going. Yeah, and, and you know, I don't know about you, but like the humor for the first, I want to say, I say a third, but first, maybe first it was more third. like a quarter of it. And it was almost rapid fire for yeah, the first it third. Was, like it was. We were killing ourselves yeah, laughing. It was, it was, there was a lot. And then. So and you're then, saying all the funny parts were in the trailer? Uh, no. I don't know. No, there was a lot more. Because it looked really funny. There was yeah. more, a lot more funny parts throughout the whole first portion of the film like the first act of the film yeah. is very very funny but then it got too serious about the condition itself and and then that's where it kind of lost you because that she started dealing with a lot of heavy heavy issues and oh, it yeah, wasn't heavy flow issues because that a serious was something issue she could never have yeah so i mean if you're gonna make a comedy about it which the Maybe director had made full intent they should have made it funny all the and way they should have made movie. it serious all the way through yeah mm. With just oh. maybe some comedy. Anyway, yeah. it's if you want to know about this syndrome, it's good to know. Why yeah, not? As I say, from an educational aspect, I learned a lot. Yeah. That's why I could never rage about it, because I came out of it probably a better person. Yeah, I learned <laughs> I learned a few things and um and I liked I liked, I liked it. I liked the comedy. Yeah. That was there at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> what did you think about the actors on the whole? I thought it was actually a little weak. 
Yeah. Uh, and I've been so impressed with Canadian cinema, as you know, over the last year. And I have as well. And I, this this seemed to take a little step backwards. It wasn't quite up to par with it. And she was great. Yeah, she was I, great. I and don't know that everybody else was. I think everybody Emily else, Hampshire was Everybody herself. else felt, felt very... Degrassi Junior High to me. Uh, I would. Hey, I would don't agree. Don't you eat trash and Degrassi? I, I would. I would say maybe All Degrassi High, not Degrassi Junior High. Okay. But yeah, definitely, definitely very. I don't know. Maybe that's the type of movie it is. So I, I, I you know what? Maybe they did do a good job. But were it's they not trying to be too educational? No, no, it wasn't about no. that. They just weren't. It just very. It felt very 80s TV to me. Clinical TV at drama. Really? It was just—it was just eighties TV. That's how I learned all my life lessons, Bryce. Yeah. When you come from a okay, broken well, home. Okay. Well, look at you now. Hey. <laughs> I'm relatively well adjusted, considering. Fair enough. He's got that going for sure. But yeah, I would agree with you. I think the acting was not strong, except from Maddie and Emily. But everybody was just okay. Like it did—it didn't annoy except me. Except for Maddie. Yeah, Maddie was tremendous. Emily was pretty good. She was herself. Mm. She's what she does always. She was she adequate. Does, yeah, yeah. It wasn't her she's, movie. She's, she's rock cap, solid. Captain Canada. She's it Captain wasn't her Canada. movie. She's she was a mother. Solid. She's a supporting character. A pretty big supporting yeah, character. Yeah, she wasn't. It was, yeah, about as big a supporting character as that. She is definitely had the second most screen time. Yep. It was good. It was, it was, was all right. Yep. It was bad. All right, then. <laughs> all right. I don't even remember. Is that what you predicted? No. no. He thought we would love it. I thought you would like it. Uh, because the comedy. Because all I watch is the trailer. Mondo. Yes, that's true. He only knows is the trailer. I watch the two minutes. But that's that what you do. I You're the, the amazing I merman. I watch the two minutes that they want you to see. He's he's. Which apparently were the best. Well, two minutes you have of the to movie. take that into account when you're doing making predictions. Amazing merman. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, you know what? So far this year, he's been pretty damn amazing. That's uh, all I'm gonna say. All right. Well, let's talk about the other pussy in the room, Argyle. So part of what ma makes Matthew Vaughn films fun, in my opinion, because Bryce's opinion doesn't matter, <laughs> nothing. is the wacky and the over-the-top action, which for the first 10 minutes, this had in spades. It was so over-the-top and fun because it had terribly bad CGI and CGI dumbness and almost making fun of itself level of bad CGI. Plus, we got Cena. Cavill. Yep. And the once mesmerizing Sam Rockwell and motherfucking Samuel L. Jackson. That's plus right. the always amazing Brian Cranston. So the cast we had was all stellar in previous roles that they've Catherine been in. O'Hara? Yeah, I didn't mention her for a reason. Well, maybe not all the cast. <clears throat> so yeah, 10 minutes of awesome at the beginning. And then five minutes of awesome in a colorful gunfight, plus a couple of chuckles, doesn't make this a typical Matthew Vaughn film for me. Because, as Murray kind of already had alluded to, he also added Bryce Dallas Howard as our lead, who I recently just realized. And that, like, it was, a, it was an epiphany as I'm watching this film that I find her so completely repulsive. And when you have to watch her through two hours and 20 minutes of basically bloated spy story with basically no real action and mostly her and Rockwell, who have zero chemistry, try to work their way through this slog of a film. It became mm -hmm. a big chore. And I just, I just, can't pretend that I kept an interest in this film for as long as I did. And I kept looking at my watch every five minutes and wondered when did this actually time start going backwards in this film? I literally felt I'd look at my watch and I'd be like, okay, the, but no, the time was going backwards. Every time they put the scene on, it was just like, it's got more time left. How is this possible? I used to say, I, there wasn't a film Matthew Vaughn made that I didn't like and that Bryce was an idiot. Well, there are still times, of course, that he's an idiot, but this movie was about an hour too long. And because of that, and because of Bryce Dallas Howard, the worst actor in this movie, 
this was a rage. I could not stand her on screen for two hours and 20 minutes. She was completely repulsive, and so was this movie. There you go. All right. Over. Who's next? I'm, Pick I'm, up the tape. I'm going last. All right. Okay, then. I go first or last. Just putting that out there. If you're not last, you're first. Oh, no, if you're not first, you're last. Well, I don't I don't go in the middle. 90% of the movies you guys watch, I don't go to. So you're going to have yeah, to I'm always first or, first or last. Yeah. <laughs> this time I just happened to see it because I was looking forward to this. Yes. yes. I was looking forward I to seeing this too. I love the cast and it looked, it, the trailer looked absolutely insane. I I'm also like, look forward to this. This was probably, and probably the only movie I see this whole month. Because hmm. You're going to see a vampire else? next week or a Frankenstein uh, next know. week. I'm pretty sure. Not as interested in that. Uh, just going to say it. Henry Cavill needs to be the next James Bond. Hmm. He's played a spy in four movies already. What? He's British, and he's absolutely charming. I don't know what more they need. Um, okay. Okay, Argyle. Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. The genius behind Kick-Ass and all the yes. Kingsman films. Yes. Genius? So yes, you genius. know it's going to be insane. Yes. Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, genius. John Cena, Samuel Jackson, Richard E. Grant. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. And yes, Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, God. True, she was the weak link in the cast. Oh, it was a huge Not a link. good sign if you're the star. She's fine. I know Jim yeah, doesn't like her. I'm assuming Bryce doesn't either. Well, apparently, she's you know, they fine. They share the same name. <laughs> uh, I like Bryce Dallas I Howard. happen to disagree. I like her acting. And she's the daughter of my favorite all-time director, Opie Cunningham. Yes. I liked her in The Village, Lady in the Water. Opie Cunningham. Even the Jurassic World movies. I liked her in those. Ugh. That being said, this was not her best work. Now, I'm going to bring up the literal elephant in the room. Oh, literal. There was her an body there was an in this film. Okay. Though she refuses to talk about it, I find it hard to believe that's her everyday figure. I recently saw her and Brian Cranston on a British talk show two weeks ago, before I even saw the film. She was slim, sexy, and gorgeous in a tight-fitting leather dress. This was two weeks ago. Uh, so obviously she didn't keep the figure she had in the movie. As far uh, as I know, she didn't have a kid recently. So I'm confused about why she was so heavy in this film. I think I prefer curvy. I like Bryce curvy, but this, it was a little bit too much. Here's my preference on Bryce but Dallas not Howard. not that I have a problem with big girls. I'm a little more fluffy myself. Fluffy. It just didn't fit. What does that mean? Didn't fit with her character. It just didn't. And it, it was very distracting to watch her because she was overweight and trying to do all this martial arts. Which she actually does know how to do, by the way. Um, <clears throat> okay, the movie. This. For the most part, this film was insane. Wall-to-wall -wall action. Sam Rockwell is a legend. Bryce actually studied martial arts as a kid, so I'm pretty sure she did most of her own fighting stunts. Unfortunately, there were too many slow moments. And a cat. I don't like cats. The pussy! Uh, but Catherine O'Hara makes it alright. Despite the leading lady and the feline ridiculousness, it's still a mondo for me. Oh. And I learned a new term. Uh oh Cat pack nice i have never seen that before it looks just absolutely ridiculous but apparently it's a functioning backpack yeah whatever i want a cat do those exist apparently, i want a, you can get them you can buy them so apparently they do i want a pussy pack apparently there's so like fully there's, enclosed there, yeah there's and... air holes and there's a little bench for them to sit on and the whole thing like i don't huh. know i looked it up do they, they actually have, exist maybe they have a dog one too brace who knows yeah, that, that would not anyway, work out. You'll need a, big, <laughs> was need it a, a bigger one. Fabulous movie? No, but I enjoyed the action and Henry nice. Cavill, so I gave it a Mondo. There you go. Whoa, you said all those negative things and it's still a Mondo? It's still a Mondo. Henry, oh, man. Henry Cavill. Because I'm not as harsh you as you are. Well, yeah, but you, we, we've had this brand and new I, Murray that's like totally and I negative. Like Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, I what happened it. to the, what happened what to happened the whole to like, negative movie? You're like raging and. Now all of a sudden it's like, well, this movie isn't that good, but it's Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> he likes he likes Harry Ca Henry Cavill. That's right. And what's her name? <clears throat> Dallas Powered Bryce. And the other one. 
Catherine uh, O'Hara. Ca- yeah. Oh, Catherine O'Hara. And his own Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm agreeing with yeah, Bryce on this one. She was terrible at this. I love Catherine O'Hara, but, but you know, she was not. But you know what also was disappointing in this? What's that? Is that Samuel L. Jackson in this movie? Oh, so not he once did he say, say motherfucker. He didn't right. say it once. He did not. Uh, he, did, he was PG Sam. This whole cast was wasted. I don't get Matthew Vaughn films. He he's all style and zero substance. The characters in his films are thinner than rice paper. He takes good actors and puts them in nothing roles, which is just frustrating. Example Samuel L. Jackson. Example Brian Cranston. Example like everybody in this film. I have no problem with a silly film that is entertaining, but Vaughn makes forgettable tripe that is that has no at no point gets within shouting distance of entertaining. In this latest pile of turd from Vaughn, the cast does its best, but there is no actor on the planet that can make this screenplay resemble a cohesive movie that makes any sense. The writing sucked, the special effects were terrible, I guess they were played for laughs, maybe? That's the only thing I can, and and you, you tend to allude to that. I mean, the funniest thing in the film was how awful the CGI cat looked. <laughs> I mean, if that's the entertaining part of your film is the terrible CGI cat, you've got a freaking problem. At one point, someone was holding it on screen, but it looked as though it was actually floating as opposed to being held. It's just, it was stupid. It wasn't funny. It was just bad. <laughs> Matthew Vaughn is a hack, and Argyle is the worst film of 2024 thus far. It is a rage. I would be hard-pressed to... I cannot imagine a worst film coming out this year. This is the worst film I've seen in, like, years. Should I bring up a list of all the sequels that are coming out this year? Do you remember all the lists Murray gave us a couple weeks Uh, ago? Garfield 2? Yeah, Garfield 2 is going to make this look like... Sonic the Hedgehog 3? Yeah, they're going to be fantastic compared <laughs> uh, to this garbage. I don't know. Sign me up for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. I don't want to watch any more Matthew Vaughn. He's terrible. The guy is awful. He needs to stop making movies. And I would say he needs to stop making this movie, but I love every other Matthew Vaughn movie. Garbage! They're all great, except this one. I like this one. Yeah, well... You know what? I the thing that's it. the thing that's great about this mm. is we got so much pussy in this movie in this movie podcast yeah, it was review. A lot. So much. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you too dumb. I don't even have anything to unpack on this. Like you, I really it's just you're, stupid. You're just I, I, I really, mean, you could sit there and pick apart the whole bloody thing. Let, let's look at the stupid scene where she just shoves knives on her feet and start skating in oil. That was awesome. I love that. Oh was so and it all looks awesome. It all looks so bad. Of course it did. It but was the awesome. Thing is, every now and then <laughs> he'd have a special effect that looked good and then you're like, "Well, what? Are we making fun or are we not making fun? Are we just not good at this? Like I don't I don't even understand. Some of it looked good. Some of it looked atrocious and there was never any in between. <laughs> I, I do have to agree that but the whole first 10 minutes to me was hilarious because the we're watching it. Got it off to a start. I, I honestly had... thought after 10 minutes, I might not hate this. That's because you had Henry Cavill the, and John Cena. But then the scene in the train started, and then everything just, just snowballed uh, into... The problem pl- is, they should have more stuck and more Cavill crap. and Cena. It rolled down a hill of crap, and by the time it got... It, it gained so much <laughs> momentum, there was a big ball of crap when it did, ended. Did anybody... As you're watching the first scene where she's going down the hill, zigzagging down, did anybody else think of Tron? <laughs> yeah, I, it's actually that's exactly, that's exactly what I thought. What I was Which thinking. was funny. It, it yeah, was. That was that was yeah. totally hilarious because yeah. I'm like, this is literally we're watching Tron, but yeah. but Tron's special effects were better. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough. Unfortunately. Of that. Yeah. This was a mess yeah, for me. And, and to your point, there is nothing to unpack in this because this movie is nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, no, there is one thing I have to agree with you. And obviously, well, Murray's got three, two loves. Well, maybe unless he's in love with Bryce Dallas Howard. Love with everybody. But <clears throat> that everybody in this was wasted. Like the acting oh, in it was so, so wasted. wasted. Brian Cranston was almost annoying. Yeah. I've never seen him be so annoying. Yeah. It's just, and they got nothing to work with here. Like, have you ever seen Samuel L. Jackson in a movie where his character was this underdeveloped? I mean, you've got Samuel L. Jackson, and this is what you write him? Like, 
That just makes me angry right there. Yeah. What are you doing? You've got Sam Jackson, and he's... It's nothing. You know, you're sitting there watching him watch sports. That's the most interesting thing he does is sit on the couch and watch sports. It's, oh, my God. It's, it's true. Like, what a waste. Yeah. Uh, I don't, okay. Now yeah. I'm done. Yeah, because even all, all of other Matthew Vaughn's movies, he had to be in this one. Yeah, there you go. He should have just said It's no. like the, what's her name? The, 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 the keeper of the secrets woman. She was in, King, in Kingsman too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever the hell her name is, but whatever. I don't care. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad. I don't get out much. But you know what? I, didn't, I did enjoy going to the movies with my myrrh. Yes. Don't get me wrong, but this movie made me painfully sad. Poo -poo. I had fun. Thanks. Please don't tell me this is Bryce Dallas Howard's list of your favorite movies that she's done. No, but I almost did that Matthew Vaughn. Okay, almost. well, that would have been okay with me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk I football. 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 Okay. Football As movies? most sports fans know, mm -hmm. oh, there's something this weekend super is a this big weekend. game. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. In America, anyway, it's often more about the halftime show and the commercials. Yeah, I have no idea who's in the Unfortunately, show. thanks to the CRTC, we Canadians only get the actual game. Yeah. No, who cares? That's <sighs> all I want to watch. Unfortunately for me, this year involves a team I've literally hated for more than 30 years. Who's Before that? there was a Tom Brady uh -huh. and a Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. And New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. There were the goddamn 49ers. Neeners. <laughs> I have hated them since the 80s, and I will never stop ah, hating come them. Come on. Such good stories going into this one. Mr. I Irrelevant. absolutely cannot watch them play. I cannot, watch a game. I cannot watch a game they're in. I attempted to watch the playoff games. Both games I watched, they were fucking losing. How can you? And they came back and won. They pissed me off two weeks in a row. How can you cheer against the last pick in the NFL I draft care starting quarterback in the Super Bowl? Purdy. That's well, huge. What I care about is the team from San Francisco, which I've hated for 30-some years. I hope they never win another championship. Anyway, uh, so if anybody out there is like me, there are always football Movies. Oh, yes, there is. We got, in we got to the movie part. In you knew I wasn't going to just talk sports. Oh, thank That's God. We do. I'm like, what is what is a football? Because in Hollywood, the right team always wins. Does it? No. I don't necessarily. There's a Rocky one or two ending. Like Murray. all of the movies on this list, but the most people agree they are the champions. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna heckle along here. You do that. You know I know my, you would. My hatred of sports films. These are in no particular order. Okay. Uh, remember the Titans from Hated 2000. That movie. Movie about a high school football uh, team, basically the true story. All right, of, all right, all right. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Oh, that's We Are Marshall. This is the true story Duh. of Herman. This Moon. is uh, he's a black football yeah, coach. Yeah, this is Denzel who has to integrate 1971 high school team made up of white and black. Players. Are we going to talk about We Are Marshall the too? The cast includes. Then I can do the all right, all right, all right. Denzel Washington, <laughs> Donald Faison, Hayden Panteri, Ryan Gosling, the Goss, and Will Patton. Yeah, I know them. Yeah, remember the Titans actually was okay. I, there you I, go. I, 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 I'm going to backtrack. And I yes, thought it was a different and, movie. And yes, here comes... All right, all right, all right. Marshall. <laughs> uh, another sports movie based on a true story. I'm going to also... Matthew McConaughey. This drama chronicles the aftermath of a plane crash. Yes. That kills 75 people it from did. Marshall did they eat each other? football. Did and it created a terrible movie. It killed... Most of its players, the coaching staff, boosters, and trainers. It's very so nobody unfortunate. Ate anybody. So the university wants to cancel the program, but a new coach, yeah, Matthew McConaughey, mm. Matthew right, McConaughey, want and, and a new and some of the, the players. They basically They're like we want to play for our for our fallen for our brother. Pride. There you go. It stars Matthew McConaughey, David Strathairn, and Anthony Mackie. Yeah, it's got a good cast. Next up, the Water Boy. Yes! 
That's now, a classic. Because I can't stand Adam Sandler, I will never watch this film. What? It's got Kathy Bates in but her best role ever. I've been told uh, it's good. I would say it. Hey, Kathy Bates it's is it's got the Fonz, Henry Winkler. Yes! It. And he's so good so, in it. So there's that. It's ah, uh, it's the best. This it's, is the story of the social, it's socially the awkward, best awkward movie about thirty-one-year-old Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, whose greatest strength is doling out hydration to college football players. Yes, I, that is until he's had enough of being bullied and he snaps, discovers he has a talent for sacking quarterbacks. Yes, suddenly arising defensive star. It's a can't miss concept. He has to stand up to his ultra-religious mother, Kathy Bates. She's so good in this. She is good. Fight for the right to party. And play football. I don't yeah. know about that. If you like, like Adam Sandler, thing, but. yeah, sure. Not yeah. My thing. And if you don't like Adam Sandler like me, then Kathy Bates is a reason to see there this movie. Henry Winkler would be the only reason I'd see it. Henry Winkler's so the funny in it. Reason. He's awesome. Uh, next up, we have Draft Day. Didn't hate it as much One as I thought One thing Kevin Costner does well is sports movies. Mm. Field of yeah. Dreams, Tin oh, Cup, I agree For Love of the Mer- Game, Bull Durham. Bull Durham, yeah. And his only football movie, Draft Day. They're all yep. terrible. I'm uh, I'm on Team Murr this, this time. This one, he plays the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. Yes. On his most important day, the NFL Draft. After Hence acquiring the, the number day. one pick, he spends the day wheeling and dealing. A lot of wheeling and dealing in Helen, this movie. Ellen Burstyn yes. plays his recently widowed mother. Uh-huh. Jennifer Garner plays his pregnant girlfriend, uh. who also works for him. That, uh, that part of the story. Frank Langella is the team owner. He was excellent. Dennis Leary is the coach. He is okay. Chadwick Boseman is one of the young players. He was very good. Yes, it's an exaggerated account of the NFL selection process, but it's still entertaining. It was fun. It's gross. Next up, we have School Ties. Oh, what? <laughs> Despite the fact this film has... As Bryce so often insists, yeah. the greatest actor of our generation. No, no, the ben greatest Affleck. actor of ours or anybody else's Whatever. generation. Anyway, Ben Give Affleck. Give him his doomer. Ben Affleck, I will never. Ben Affleck and his sidekick, Matt Damon. I think, Murray, what you meant to say is his doo doo. Yeah, as I said, as Bryce insists. There was one football man's in this opinion. movie? Yes, there was football. Uh, Matt Damon's in it, who plays sure? a real asshole. Uh, it is actually a really good film. So there's Brendan Fraser as a star quarterback who has to hide the fact that he's Jewish from his teammates at a 1950s prep school. Well, couldn't they see when they took a shower with him? His wiener's clipped. Well, just look at his nose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he actually is, so whatever. Anyway, it's truly one of Fraser's best films, despite Affleck and Demon. And he was circumcised for the film. Sure. Should Did he get Oscar circumcised for, for the film? <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Was well, that the director? I, mean, I don't how, know. How many football movies have you seen that Method, all have baby. people shower? Method. <laughs> I don't think there was a shower scene, or else he showered somewhere else. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was a good movie, except for Ben Affleck. I actually don't. I barely it? remember the movie. Good. I mean, I saw it in the theater, it was but good. I don't uh, was it? Basically, they find out he's Jewish, and they they start, you know, the anti-Semitism stuff. It. And then eventually they they, yeah. they blame him for cheating when it wasn't him. There's like no football in it, though. There is. He's a football player in the 50s. I understand he and is. And he but takes a like, shower in the movie, I'm I mean, sure. There if, are scenes where he's playing so, football. So then let's say, so it was Fast Times at Ridgemont High a football movie then? Because Forrest Whitaker was like the star football player That's in like that? one scene. Yeah, this is a movie yeah, about football players, Bryce. Yes, he's it a Wigger was a football player in oh Fast Times at Richmond yeah, High. He's a small character. You're literally. Brendan Fraser is literally the star of the film, and he's a football player. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. It's about football players. Next up, The Longest Yard. Which one? Forget Adam Sandler, Chris <laughs> Rock version. Exactly. That was garbage. Can we forget them both? Yes, this was I... one of Burt Reynolds' best films. What? He stars as a former NFL player who was kicked out of the league for shaving points and thrown into prison for stealing his girlfriend's car and leading the police in a drunken chase. Doesn't get any better than that. Uh, now no. stuck behind bars, he assembles a team of prisoners to face off against the guards in an exhibition game, and they use some... Real NFL players. Mm-hmm. Isn't uh, Lurch in that one? Or um, oh, it's no, Jaws is in that. Uh, it's possible. I know yeah, I think Richard, he is. They had a lot of big guys yeah, in there. He was in it. Anyway, he was the best it's thing a in good it. movie. Was he? Yeah. Um, right. Next up, 
any given Sunday. Yeah, it's Pat. It's Oliver creepy. Stone's football film on the fictional Miami Sharks. Al Pacino as an aging coach trying to hold his team together while battling an aggressive owner played by Cameron Diaz. I also starring movie. Dennis Quaid and Jamie Foxx. It's terrible. The movie offers a gritty yet grounded look at professional sports. Does it? I saw it recently. I liked it. Okay. Hey, didn't Burt Reynolds play football in real life yes. at some point? Yes, he did. Huh. He yeah. was actually uh, drafted by the Baltimore Colts. So he, he wasn't never... acting is what I'm doing. No, he, was, he actually played football. Did you know that Tom Brady, who starred in uh, the, the a- Tom Brady, Brady movie that he produced, the, the 80, 80 for, Brady? for Brady, that that Tom Brady, he also played football. Yeah, he also produced in the movie. real life Just and stand. played it right. in the in the in the movie. Well, this comes back to those Boston boys for you. I don't know hmm. what the hell your problem is. Uh, well, he's next up, from... yes, he's played. How for, many more of these is there? This I've is got like two eight hundred. Hey, I'm allowed to talk. These right. pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> And no list about football movies would be complete without Rudy. 1990. Uh, starring Rudy. Sean Astin. This movie Rudy. follows a young man who is determined to play football Rudy. for Notre Dame, in spite of his small size, poor grades, and lack of athletic abilities. Kind of like me. If you like cheering for the little guy, this is definitely the movie for you. And it was based on a real story. Finally, yes. I have to mention my all time favorite. Keanu Reeves. Starring Jim's man crush, Keanu Reeves. Oh, not the replacements. The replacements. Case you haven't seen it, it's the fictional story of the actual NFL player strike where the teams had to go with replacement players. What? Gene Hackman, Keanu Reeves, Orlando Jones, John Favreau, and my favorite Welshman, Reese Afans, or whatever, how you pronounce his name. As a degenerate gambler, chain-smoking kicker. Mm. He's smoking on the field. Mm. And yes, the good guys win this one too. What about play ball? What about Unnecessary Roughness starring Kathy Ireland? That one was also good. Well, why didn't you talk about it? Because so, he's I got have, a limit. Didn't that have, have Scott Bakula in it? Yes, I don't. I don't have twenty minutes. He, well, I thought you loved Scott Bakula. He's all right. Oh, you don't love him? He's a okay. TV guy. You know, I thought you'd love him. I, I could have mentioned Little Giants too. I didn't mention that one. You could have. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yes. You're missing all the gold, man. Okay, anyway. here's the here's the thing. Football movies are terrible, and they haven't made a good one yet. So this I would is... still rather watch any of these hey. instead of the 49ers because I know they're going to win. Oh, okay. Right. And I hate them. Neeners. Yeah, but they don't have Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> Whatever. They don't have Taylor Swift either. What the heck does that mean? Temperature rising. Because she's awesome. <laughs> Vision blurring. Rage. Taking over. Taylor Swift doesn't play football. How do you know? How do you know? You, you don't, don't know, know nothing. You don't know. No, she, well, she might play football. She doesn't play professional football. That I know. Maybe she'd be the kicker, like Kathy Ireland. No. Maybe. You know. You know what I. You know what makes me rage. You too. Shut the fuck up. All right. So my rage this week comes from again Cineplex mm. and. The douchebag that works there, and I know he probably isn't listening to our podcast because he's a moron. I think he's related to the, the manager, too. Possibly. He's just a complete idiot. We're in the movie theater watching our movie, and this douchebag comes in and out of our theater like five times doing God knows what. Every five minutes, yep. we're trying to watch the movie, and the door opens, and then crumble, crumble, box, box, bang, bang, crash, crash. And then goes back outside. And then five minutes later, just like clockwork, this fuck nugget decides that he's going to do the exact same thing again. And I just about completely lost my shit because I'm like, we're trying to watch this movie here about vaginas. Get out of here. And needless to say, he finally stopped. So Mm -hmm. that was my rage. Well, that's because he has nothing else to do. He literally, you're literally the only two people in the entire building and he's about they to lose were, his, he loses his job in about six Yeah, years. so he's going to lose his face next time he does that because Bryce and I are going to turn so yell around at him. and swat him. You're the customer. Yeah. You well, can yell at him. You're you allowed know, to. I, I, don't you remember the last time I yelled at him and the whole the whole, whole staff the one time? And that didn't get me anywhere either. No. So feels, feels good, though. Quit being dicks. Yeah, well, they'll be gone soon. Yeah. All of them looking for other work. Well, that's sad. I don't know about that. 
Yeah, it is. They wouldn't hire People me. People losing their job. They wouldn't hire me. So well, what good all. is it going to do you? Are you going to be out of a job? In- I only needed a job for the winter. That's all they had to do. But they couldn't even do that. So to hell with them. <laughs> is this, oh my! Sorry, is this my rage stuff? <laughs> oh, you were done. I disagree with you. really know what my rage is i mean an easy thing would be matthew vaughn he's a hack he's got to stop just just stop um i think my what my rage is though is it's inconsistent pricing that i'm getting from landmark right now where when i go to the more premium seats there's only like a dollar difference between it and the you're you don't have a cohesive sentence going on here. Okay. All our listeners have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I get about. what so he's basically, saying. Basically, basically, when you buy premium seats, I think they're like $25 or something. Yeah. When, you ha- when you're part of the Cine Club, you're supposed to get a discount. Usually, it's $5. The $14.99 seats are $9.99. Yep. If you're going into something that's $18.99, you get about 5 bucks off. It's $13.99. So when I buy a $24.99 seat, it should be $19.99. But instead of saving $5, it was like, it's like a dollar less. And it makes no sense. People who sit in premium seats can afford to pay the money. Apparently. That's what the story and, is. And here's, Don't judge me because I like to be comfortable, Jim. Whatever. I'm comfortable and, and, on anything. I need for- my coat hanger so like don't have to coat hanger don't have to put the coat under like in my back or you, sit on oh, it and uh, your personal vip service that brings you uh, drinks to the oh, to your seat i'm sorry when you were at the movies this weekend i need my all extra the other seats, wide seats were all the, the seats, seats taken? around you taken you didn't have space to put your jacket down were you at a sold out show of argyle i don't want my back to back I, I need to keep my my coat nice and flat and pressed and I can't be crumpling it up and just throwing it willy-nilly on a chair, Jim. Uh, so lay it down nicely then. You you're, you're mean your hoodie? Your hoodie yes. Yeah. Your different version of metal hoodie? Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, I don't understand the inconsistency in that pricing and I, I really should be reaching out to them at some point because this is something that hasn't uh, gone away. I have to kind of you know, it makes no sense. What I find with Cineplex these days is when you reach out to them about anything, they go, oh, you don't like that? Too fucking bad. You don't have yeah, much they, of a I'm actually, This is actually Landmark. Oh, well, Landmark yeah, does Cine- Cineplex doesn't have and more premium as seats. as Jim pointed out to me uh, in the car when we were, done, we were at the, th- the cinema, we were leaving, mm. uh, it won't be long before Cineplex bu- buys out Landmark yeah, and there'll probably. be one theater company left. That's right. Then you just watch them jack up the prices. Yep. Then no one will go to movies. Nobody's going Nobody's to movies going now. now. No, there'll be even less if you start paying thirty bucks a ticket. Well, Here's the thing: all think- the the only people there are me and Jim, so we're still going to be there. So it can't be any less. Nope. They need to they need to to, to offer discounts to a pile, to get people back in the seats, and they're not doing it. So, yeah, you know, I, I, here's my prediction: if mm-hmm. the cinemas last another year, I would consider myself lucky, except for festivals. That's yeah. my prediction. Well, I think stuff like big movies like, I, like the the superhero movies and Christopher Nolan type films the ones that are in IMAX and those big ones will probably still be around yeah but, mm. but if they can't pay for their bills tw- 12 months of the well, year yeah then it's and, not gonna... and they're going to be shutting down half the week they're going to be only open on the weekends and Tuesdays yeah, Tuesday, maybe Tuesday will probably go away too because they, they want to offer I, they don't want to offer a deal all, on all Tuesday these, anymore. All these cinemas that are that are having like limited screenings and everything, they're they're gonna be gone. Crowfoot yeah. gone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's the ones that are, you know, we're gonna be down to Chinook and the two big mm-hmm. landmark ones and <laughs> that's, that's it. about it. Yeah, I agree. Chinook is, is a crappy one anyway. It's one of the older ones. They need to do renovations there, but they won't. No, they're not making any enough money to do the renovations. Suck. I hate going there. They're, they're doing okay there, though. If you go there on a Friday or Saturday night, it's well, even on a Monday, there's sometimes people there. Sometimes. Yep. So, yeah, it's All not. Right. I don't know what you're going to do when no Clark closes. So, apparently, <laughs> this week we were mad at both our All cinemas. cinemas. That's yeah. right. All cinemas, except for the Plaza and CMC. But she didn't go. Our sponsor. Yeah. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. 
finger feeding. Oh, the lists. So, uh, for those of you first listening to us, if this is your oh, first time yeah. we doing the rage, supposed to watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. I did. I did. Oh yeah, perfect. I just forgot. Yeah, because we did a lot this week, but yeah. no one would know because we had a lot of IT issues that we had to fix for today. What's IT? And we got it fixed. The movie it. Computer yes. stuff. Computer stuff. So, for those listening to us for the first time, go to our mm. website, filmrageyyc.com. Look at our lists page. You will find five lists. We have the mesmerizing, the repulsive, the doubted, and the undoubted. And uh, we also have a fifth list, which was people who were once mesmerizing, but got taken out by someone who is more mesmerizing. So, we've been slowly working our way, trying to take out people off the mesmerized list. And... This week, we were charged by the Murr to watch Mystery Men, which was Jeffrey Rush versus William H. Macy. Oh, yeah. It was Mystery Men. I was That's thinking, right. didn't we already do the Jurassic Park one with <laughs> Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. That was the week before. And then, and, uh, and then Peter Stormare got punted Peter Stormare? by Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Okay. So here's how I'm breaking this down Mystery for you. Mystery Men. That's yes, right. I did. I so here's that. here's the breakdown of from Mystery Men. Okay. Yeah. So see if you can follow me here. Okay. Okay. Here's the breakdown. Okay, break it down. Um, Jennifer Lewis takes out Wes Studi. Greg Kinnear takes out Kel Mitchell. Paul Rubens takes out Janine Garofalo. Tom Waits takes out Ben Stiller. Hank Azaria takes out William H. Macy. And Jeffrey Rush takes out everybody. That's my take. Okay. Um, I will also go with Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> That's my take. <laughs> you didn't agree with who took out who? Uh, Come on, think about it. I don't know. I, I don't think I 100% agreed with you. Although I was awfully close to getting rid of everybody because I was I was almost on Team Paul Rubens to just take out everybody. But then, I, <laughs> then I'm like, nah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush, Rush edges him out. Yeah. You most definitely can bring the brewskis. Yeah. He, he was so he good had, in this. And his finger when he's battling. Yeah. When no, he's battling. Was, it was, it was, he was good. This is my absolute favorite superhero movie. I fucking love this movie. To me, I know you don't think it's that no, funny, but I've, it's, I've, it's it's okay. It's all, it's one that I go back to all the time because the characters are so pronounced. I, Greg I, Kinnear is such a dick. I hope I don't and, have to watch it again. Oh, I want to watch it again. I I may watch this tonight when I go home. Yeah, it's not horrible, but it's. I don't know. I've why now, don't you tell I've, me? I've now watched it three times, and that's two times too many. I don't know. Why don't you tell me? I don't even know what that's referencing. I've that's like Janine Garofalo through the whole movie. Uh, I don't know. Why don't you, you tell, tell me? me? Why don't yeah. you, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? Yes. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Mer, yeah. do you remember the Mystery Man? Never saw that. Oh, well. You're missing out. You're really not. All right. So we it's lost. Okay. We lost William H. Macy, unfortunately. It happens. You know what? Honestly, William H. Macy's to, on was, borrowed time. I mean, he he <laughs> yeah. barely made the mesmerized list, if I was to be completely honest. Based on maybe three roles, we're like, yeah, he's mesmerizing. It was like, wait, is he really? He's usually solid. He's, when he's pretty he's, solid. He's completely solid. He's always solid, but... But he, yeah, he, he was, has a he tendency was, to be William H. Macy sometimes yeah. in his movies. Love like, him. I and, absolutely adore yeah. William H. Macy, yeah. but... You know what? You know what I think of William H. Macy? He's just an older version of Jesse Plemons. <laughs> I don't know that I agree. I think Jesse Plemons has more range. Actually, than kind of Macy. funny because they're both in Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We yeah. did have to watch Fargo. Ow! I didn't oh, do it. He got I, a cramp. I got a cramp. He's cramping. I'm way over here. I didn't touch you. Yeah. Uh, yes, actually, I was going to come up with a Fargo showdown. But, uh, we've, already, what, we've already watched Fargo because we, we couldn't decide. That was yeah, the problem. Well, no, most of them are gone anyways. So yeah. Oh, there there's almost no yeah. one left. So, you know what? We we may hold off on that because we're going to have a pretty big episode next week. Yeah, but, i, I got to redo this list one, because pretty much everything's crossed off. Yep. One, uh, one thing that we did do, though, Bryce and I, over the last week, we did get to see... A movie called Kaneta. Okay. Yes, we did. Which is directed by Yogos Lanthimos. Yes, yeah, it is. Right. Because um, I have maybe unfortunate news for Yogos fans, because great. it he does not consider his the, his first movie that he co-directed as part of his vision. 
So we can't include that. And we can't find it anyways. Yeah, and we can't find it anyway. So um, that's fair. It, the, just for for people's purposes. So we've only got seven, but that that depends. Didn't if if either of us raged this one. So this was definitely over. not a rage. It was definitely it, not a rage. It wasn't Armando for it me. It was meh. It was meh for me also. There was some really good stuff. Yes. In it, and there was some some really. Camera work was a little. It was shaky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I was sometimes, like, and I I believe it was intentionally shaky at some point. But it points, was just but annoying. It, was just, it got to be a little annoying. But there was enough there, and there were some characters in there that that oh. I'm going to remember forever. Yeah, the and, character development yeah. was great. So but, it was so, it was very good. So the, I mean, Yogos has nothing to worry about unless he makes. I can't see him making anything but Mondo because he hasn't not made something yeah. that's Mondo for well, his even last if his, six. even if his next one's a meh, he's on the undoubted list. Yeah. Exactly. So, and he's got a new one coming out soon. So Soon? Yeah. I think it's in the, the end of this year or beginning of next year. Okay. Well, yeah. I know he took a long time between... Um, I do believe he's making another one with Emma Stone. Yeah. She mentioned that in an interview once. Yeah. Okay. It's it's in post-production right yeah, now. The, so. Yeah. The, the shooting it just hasn't come out yet. Yeah. yeah. Maybe well, this year. I don't know. That is exciting. Yeah. So get ready for your more Yogos this year, hopefully. All right. So... Uh, we're going to hold off because Murray's got to go through the list and clean it up. Yeah, and maybe we charge Murray to find us a repulsive off because that's, <laughs> that's, that is the biggest challenge we have. I don't even know how have. that works. all repulsive already. I don't know how they get any Yeah, but someone's going to be no, more repulsive. No, but who's more repulsive and then the other one gets a reprieve. They're no longer on the repulsive <laughs> They're not list. as repulsive as the other sure. person. So okay, whatever. It's basically the reverse of the mesmerize yeah. off. If you can find us a, a repulsive off, I would be super happy. Yeah, well. Just putting that out there. Sure. Nice. Last week on Rage or Dare, Bryce was overwhelmed by how many girls there could actually be in one movie when he found out he would be watching the film 100 Girls. This week, Jim can choose to rage or dare without any worry about copious amounts of girls. Now let's check in with Bryce and see how many girls are actually too many when you're forced to watch them in a teen romance film, especially with his favorite love interest, Katherine Heigl. Come on, Bryce. <laughs> All right. Uh, 100 girls. Um, huh. <laughs> was there a hundred girls? Like, can you not tell us? Uh, there was a hundred girls. Well, that was the whole that was the concept of the movie. So, m basically, here's the movie. Matt has, like, relations with some chick in an elevator in a girl's dorm during okay. a power outage. This sounds good. And never sees her face. Because it's a power outage. And she comes in, like, with, like, a laundry basket. And it's, like, really high. And so, she can't, he can't see her face. Oh. And then the power goes out. So and then, then they have a... A th enthralling conversation for about twelve seconds, and then for some reason they start doing it. So with the laundry basket over her face? No, no. Now, now it's not over her face, but it's power outage, so there's no light, so he can't see her. Oh. All right. This sounds confusing. So, when he wakes up in the morning, she's gone. <gasps> dum dum dum. Yeah, and all that, and all he has to identify her by is is. Is, is her panties. And and Three's company plot by the sounds of things. So, and he well, has to go to 100 basically, girls to find who he belongs well, to? Well, Matt find the girl of his dreams in this dorm, which apparently this ended up being the girl of his dreams because he's totally obsessed with this person that he randomly had sex with. Wow, that sounds realistic. Uh, so he's got to find it in this dorm that has 100 girls residing in it. See, that's where the 100 oh. girls comes in. So it's actually not as bad as you might think. Sounds terrible. But it's very, very bad. <laughs> there are times in it where I'm like, this isn't so bad, but it's got some like, it's trying hard a lot of the time and just not quite getting there. Like it's got a, his buddy James DeBello is trying to make his wiener bigger by like hanging weights off of it the entire movie. So Been there. He's walking around with like 
boxer shorts on with these like 10 pound weights hanging off his wiener and then he's adding pounds i think he gets it up to like 20 pounds by the end of the but then he like injures his wiener or something i don't know that sounds hilarious it's not it's not as funny as it sounds it doesn't sound funny it's not as funny as it sounds (laughs) i will Catherine heigl here's what i'm gonna say about Catherine heigl in this this is the least annoying that she's ever been in any movie I've ever seen. What? She was a, she was fine. I liked I actually liked her character in it. Um, she gets a pass. What? There you go. Jamie Presley. She's always good. She was fine in this too. And that's the thing about this movie is everybody was fine in it. Um, like I had no problem with any of them. The writing was just kind of weak at times. It wasn't too funny. But at the end of the day, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't a terrible... It had, and, it had, and it had uh, Giovanni Rabisi's uh, sister in it, which I didn't know she existed. Yeah, R- Marissa Rabisi. And oh. I'm not 100% sure that it's his sister, but boy, she looks like him. So I'm going to... And they have the same last name. And I'm going to put two and two together. Um, I didn't hate this, Jim. I know you wanted me to, but it wasn't, it was a waste of time. So if you were looking to waste my 90 minutes of my life, you definitely did that. But did I come out of it angry? No, I was just kind of sad that it wasn't better because it actually, it, as bad as the concept seems, a lot of it had its heart in the right place. From the fact that it was made in 2000, I thought there was going to be a lot more stuff that was going to make me cringe and there was some but even that was handled better than most movies of that time so i'm going to give it a bit of a pass i mean it's a rage i mean there's no question it's a rage thank god but i didn't hate it i didn't like hate it hate it i mean i hated it but i didn't hate it like rage or dare movie rage this is just a regular i didn't like this movie rage well, I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah, you didn't make me angry. I'm going to try harder. You need to try harder. All right, well, I'm going to pull from your delicious bag. Of oh, there's not much left. Isn't that empty? There's no, two. there's two. And they're so, both equally excellent. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping, and I, I think I've seen this movie. Excellent. Uh, so, you know, it is. it will be one that, you know, I maybe missed some parts the first time. It is a movie called... Beastly. Ah, Beastly. Starring Alex Pettifer. Alex Pettifer, Vanessa Hudgens, which who doesn't love her? Mary Kate Olsen. I love Mary Kate Olsen. Just I, one of them? I've seen all of her Not movies. Both of them? Bryce made me watch all of them before we even got. He even owns it. How is this even possible? Holy crap. How does he. Are you sure this played in theaters? Uh, yep. It absolutely played in theaters. Oh, my God. The, you know, and and the reason I own it is because we were at a, 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 a place. Uh, what was it? The uh, used I'm record store? It. No, 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 no. It was a. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank Thrift here. store? That's what it was. Value Village? But, no, it was the thrift store in Canmore. But you know, oh, this is where you got same one as Crossroads. Yep. So you've been saving this for a while. I have. But you know what? That's I'm, been in my bag for like a I'm year gonna, and a half. I'm gonna love this because it's got Neil Patrick Harris. It does I have Neil Patrick. Harris. And yeah. I love Neil Patrick Harris. Well, that's that. Yeah, this, I hope that saves it for you, Jim. This was back when that. Have was, you seen it? When, when, when I that have guy seen it. Actually, I saw it in the theater because that was that was a time when I went to like. Every single, it didn't matter, every single movie, because literally every afternoon I would go to the theater and then I'd go play the races. You know what? The subtext of this is love is never ugly, Murray. That's right. Is that true? Even though he's a beast. I'm going to tell you next week. Well, because you have a guy that good looking and you're trying to make him a beast, it just, it's not happening. But whatever. Beastly. Beastly. At least like Ron Perlman, you could beast up a little bit. But that guy's too good looking. He's pretty. He's pretty. He's got a pretty mouth. You know what I'm saying? All right, then. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks, the extended 
Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, the voice of Rage. Oh, yeah. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage. But no matter what you do, please, 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 please. Oh, my God. All right. That's it for this week, Rage. I think he forgot his line. Rage on! <laughs>